Welcome to Know That, a deep dive into the week's Real Housewives episodes, where we offer our humorous, insightful, and unfiltered opinions. I'm Anthony Casella. I'm Donnie Hatfield-Smith. And I'm Quentin Lamar. And this is Know That, a Real Housewives podcast. Hi, fellas. Hi. I thought I'd try something new with that. (laughs) Hello, ladies. (laughs) Hello, fellas. So to those of you listening... If you want even more of this chaos, be sure to check out our Patreon. We're available at www.patreon.com slash knowthatpod. And we are currently covering The Big Shot with Bethany Frankel. I was going to call it The Big Chill, but that's wrong. The Big Chill with Glenn Close. (laughs) If you want us to cover that, we can. Just pay us. We'll talk about whatever you want. (laughs) So moving on, how are you guys? Good. Fordham. That's the school. <laughs> oh, okay. That is this is a previous conversation offline where we were trying to figure out where DJ Nicole Rose went to school. And it's Fordham, you're saying. That makes sense. I believe it's sense. Fordham. I have one of those things like where I'm doing something else and then I remember what I was trying yeah. to remember. You have to so are you I kinda I have to figure sorry. it out or else it'll drive me crazy. <laughs> that kind of that kind of thing. Yes. I'm good. If you're listening to this there's a good likelihood that by the time you're listening to this, I'll be in Miami celebrating <laughs> a few days up to my birthday, my birthday, Quinn, not my, my passing. So um, I'm, I'm good. I'm gearing up. Tomorrow is my Friday and I'm happy as a clam. Perfect. And Perfect. no, just kidding. I was going to advertise your appearance on dumpster dives live, but by the time people are listening to this, you've already done it. Yeah, a smarter person, mm-hmm. I mean me, would have promoted that tonight on our live. <laughs> but I forgot. I didn't think about it either. Yeah. Live and learn. So we're sending you messages from the future. <laughs> yeah, we're like, please check out the live that happened yesterday. And also you're listening to this and I'm not here. <laughs> like, we're all over the map. Miami, <laughs> Miami, you've got style. No, please, no. <laughs> Miami is nice, so I'll say it thrice. <laughs> when how was your week? Maybe that'll give me a reminder of what I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, because we live together. Uh, well, let's see. My week was, it was okay. I've, you know, taken a break from doing work and everything. And, like, you know, I'm still in the grieving process. So that comes and goes, and that's not fun. But for the most part, I'm okay. Yeah, but while you um, grieve, Pizza Hut comes uh, and goes also, so that's fun. <laughs> that's true. Um, I do stress eat. Some people, you know, eat until they're full. I eat until my mother loves me, so <laughs> that is something I have to deal with. Um, that happened. Oh, and then it was Mother's Day. That was great. I sent my mother a nice little, like, peace lily, which is like <laughs> the, the Black people funeral plant, but she loves peace lilies anyway. And I sent it for her birthday because my mother's birthday is May 5th. So we have a long established tradition where she gets one or the other. <laughs> you get a birthday gift. Also, her anniversary, her wedding anniversary was on May 5th, too. So she only got one <laughs> gift. You get an anniversary <laughs> gift, a birthday gift, or a Mother's Day gift. You never oh, get no. all Oh, your poor mom. She has to pick because they all fall right, right in the same She's, little timeline. I usually opt to pick. Like, I jump between, like her birthday and Mother's Day. I feel like I am the gift for their anniversary. Like, I don't feel like I should have to do That's anything true. for that. You are the gift. The gift that 
the gift that doesn't gift. keep giving though only once <laughs> only once you get one gift so anybody who knows me if your birthday is close to any holiday or anything like that you get one <laughs> gift from me and now we're going to bring out our guests. All right. So we are here with Sasha from the Bravo Breakdown. Hi, Sasha. Hi. Thank you for having me. Of course. Sasha, thank, thank you, you for, for being coming. here. Thank you. Welcome. I don't think I've met any of you before, right? No. No, we are brand new faces to you. Because I know I've, I'm like, I've seen all of you guys in some form on IG, but I'm like, wait, no, I haven't no. actually spoken to you. No, this is the first time. Well, I'm black, so we automatically already know each other. Right, 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 so, right, 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 right. <laughs> you can meet. What's up, cousin? How you doing, cousin? <laughs> yes. And luckily, we all speak Bravo, so that's a shorthand. Exactly. That's exactly. Right. Yeah, that is a shorthand. It's the great yeah. equal. Bravo is the great equalizer. <laughs> until it's not. Until it's separated. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it brings us together initially, and then it's like, uh, yeah, it might take a turn. I'm Team Monique. I'm Team Candace. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Then the trouble starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Sasha, before we start, I'm sure everyone knows who you are if they're listening to us. But tell them about your show. Tell them about the Bravo Breakdown. Yes. Yeah, so the Bravo Breakdown is a show. It's an Instagram show, I guess you call it. Um, and it's just like I break down whatever show I'm into that week. So, you know, just the show that I, you know, has the most going on that I just have to get my thoughts out about. I'll break the episode down and I integrate clips within the episode to kind of reference like what I'm talking about and then like flashback clips and things like that. And then lately what I've been doing is putting like a smaller version of that on Instagram. And that's been really fun too, because that gets a lot more of like the interaction and things like that. Engagement. Exactly. And then I have my Patreon where I have like my full videos every week and I break them down and um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's been, You're busy. It's, it's, it's been, it's a, it is, it keeps you busy. Isn't it crazy? Like, it's like, I was thinking back on this last year and I was just like, there hasn't been one, probably three, three, maybe three days will go by at the most in the whole pandemic where I don't have anything to do. And like, other than that, it's like, and that's because Bravo is like so constant. Like there's always something to do. And I love it because I'm like, what would I, what does this last year would have been like if I didn't have... (laughs) My account, I'm like, what would I have been doing with all this time? You know what I mean? I'm like, I would have been, yeah, yeah I probably would have been in the nut house by now because <laughs> I was already on the brink. <laughs> like, I, I was like, go ahead and get ready because I'm getting near the verge of going. <laughs> oh, it saved me. We started a podcast. Everybody had to do something. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. You had to find your hobby where it was. Exactly. Keep busy. And Sasha, you've also been busy acting. This Friday, your project comes out. You're in Barry Jenkins' Underground Railroad. Can you tell us about that? Yes. So I shot that. That was, I think, maybe one of the last things I shot before pandemic. I think so. Wow. Yeah. Um, So I shot that in Savannah. And right before I booked that, I was literally going and dropping off my resume to be a host at restaurants because I was literally on E. You know how you like let the gas tank get to E and then you actually run out of gas? Like I'm that person (laughs) that can like I can let it ride on E for I will stretch it on E. You know what I'm saying? And then it just one day I was like, oh, shit, I'm broke. Like it just (laughs) that moment. And then the next day, literally the next day I booked Barry's project and I was like, oh my God. And then, so I just flew to Savannah and I was there for a month living in a hotel. And we just like, were immersed in this world because Savannah is still very much historic. And a lot of the buildings and things are there, they're open for business. And it's like, oh yeah, this is a slave site that we're sitting here having brunch right next to it. So it was like all around. When I left Savannah, I just was like so happy to be back in LA because the town was like, 
almost creepy. Yeah. It was like that movie mm. Get Out. That's what it felt yeah. like when I was filming mm. when I was filming the um, movie. But yeah, I'm at the show. But it was it was a really amazing experience. Barry right. Jenkins, and it's funny because like so I worked. I was there for a month. I'm in one episode, and it oh. felt like for me that like I filmed an entire movie, and so I can't imagine what it was like filming that entire series because it feels like so much more than an episode but each episode is kind of like a film yeah. in this project so yeah it was it was really really an amazing experience i really learned a lot oh my gosh i'm so excited to watch mm-hmm, it i'm mm-hmm, so excited mm-hmm. and That's i'll be awesome. curious to see like what it, how it looks on film because you know you shoot things you shoot so much with TV and film. And that's why I've had such a big adjustment going from hosting to film, because with film, you, you shoot so much content and it's so many angles and you get to try out so many different things and you have mm-hmm. that space and that time to do that. But with, you know, like commentary and hosting, it's like, it's just that one take and you go. And it's like, there's something such a thrill about that as well, but it's such a different skill set than the acting. Cause the acting, you find the beat with the repetition. Right. And then with commentary, it's just like the initial impulse. So, yeah, it was just really interesting going from that and then going into doing this because there are such polar opposites, but they require like a similar part of myself, but just differently. That's great. So I think you guys are going to like it in short. Barry Jenkins, obviously, we all know he's the director of Moonlight and if Bill Street could talk. Um, great movies. Yeah, he's just he's being around him was one of those things where it was like, OK, so there are certain directors that are like a, a cinematic director to where you know, you've barely talked to them and they're mostly concerned about the shots and how it looks. And I would consider Barry like a really nice blend of that type of director, but also an actor's director because he was really hands-on with the actors as well. But I could also tell that, that he was really hands-on with just the cinematography in general. Right. So it was, it was fascinating. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Definitely like even outside of, outside of me, like just the whole thing in general, like Definitely. it's going to be so beautiful. Well, yeah, I was excited for the project before I knew you were in it. So okay, now good, yes. when I found out that was just like a cherry on top. Yeah. So yeah, you've the, gotten us more excited. I'm, yeah, good, good. So I'm, you know, I'm doing my job. I'm not getting paid, but I'm doing my job. But yeah, the question like is, tour. exactly. So the question is, is this is this a feed post or is this a story post? Like once it airs on Friday, and like, does that go on the feed? Like, oh, check me out. Oh, yeah. Friday? You think so? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. I wasn't yes. sure because you know I have my personal page. I was like, do I just post it on like my personal page and then direct, or I should post it on my actual Bravo page? Everywhere and anywhere you okay, want to okay. post about it, you post about <laughs> it. Okay. 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 You can. Yeah. You can. You can DM me it everywhere. <laughs> Put it everywhere. <laughs> Literally tag everyone I know. Like, bitch, yeah. post this. <laughs> see the tag i always feel so funny about tagging in stories and stuff that's a whole other thing but i take i just take everything so literal like okay so i'm tagging them that means i'm saying this and then they don't repost it then that means this (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) tag everybody i want my mama coming to me you know this girl i want that's what i want everybody this is huge tag everyone post everywhere yeah i'll post it on the feed you have our support So then let's move in to Real Housewives of New York. And we start the episode with finding out that Leah is converting to Judaism. That, <laughs> what are our thoughts? that came out of left field for me. I was like, I wanted to see. I was like, I wonder what Galley's going to say about this. I was really curious. She hasn't yeah. posted anything, but I was like, how do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I was like, yeah. how it just felt a little performative and like, oh, so you just you just going to be Jewish now. Right. I feel like she showed up. I feel like she showed up to set and they were like, what's your plot this year? And uh-huh. she's like, oh, fuck, I forgot. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this was very much like 
this, I mean, this felt like a story to me. Yeah. Like a a storyline. I know. But can you say that though? Like, I mean, I just did. Right, I don't right, know. Right. Donnie, edit this out. I don't know. I know. I know. That's why I'm always like, can I say that? Like, because it's like people are funny about religion. And then, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's like, yeah. Because if she really, maybe she really does believe that she had a calling, like a deep calling. Right. The, the reason I yeah. feel like I can say something against it is because she compared it herself to Madonna. Like, if that's where yeah. you're getting the idea to convert to Judaism, maybe we're not doing it for the right reason. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That it's, part. It's a weird thing. I feel like a religion like Judaism, I think, is a weird thing to just decide to do. It's like kind of like how, like, not f- like long before Prince died, he decided to become a Jehovah's Witness. It's like, that's an interesting choice. It's it's like, you know, most people do like, I want to be a Buddhist. I just thought like, wow, so you want to join a very old and established organized religion uh-huh just in season two for you I know. I, okay I know. yeah i mean yeah. yeah i don't disagree i i didn't take talia as much as i think everyone else did last season Uh-oh, here to me it to me it <laughs> felt like we were propping her up because we were missing like we had to scramble because mm-hmm. bethany quit before filming and we had to find someone that we could like lift up like this this new person we were all going to kind of praise and i it didn't really hit for me so going into this season i have my i have my side eye with leah i'm curious to see what unfolds and this did not this did not start me out on a path that convinces me otherwise mm-hmm. yeah sasha yeah. what do you think of what do you think of leah what did you think of her last year yeah and i agree with what you just said i I was watching her and I didn't feel anything initially. And then I felt that strong pull of like, oh my God, Leah's amazing. She's amazing. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, cool. Like she's the girl, she's the it girl, she's a new girl. And then I just remember like having this feeling of being like, "Mm," like then it started to kind of slowly dissipate when I started to really see these cracks of like the white privilege and not the full like the full, not only just saying like, oh, obviously you're not racist. Obviously you're not a Trump supporter, but there's like these nuances and things like you didn't vote at all. Right. Her streetwear. Yeah. And like, and her and I had some dialogues too of like, cause I, you know, I always just say what I think. And I had made some comments about just the fact that like, can you, I feel like the scene with where she was like, oh yeah. And then I punched him in the face. And like, you know, when she still was able to get, you know, get the money and start the company. And maybe this is a Bravo thing too, and not necessarily them, but I feel like that was like such a good opportunity for her to really be like, look how privileged I am. Like I was mm-hmm. able to do this and like drawing that comparison. And I just remember like her response to it wasn't what I would think that I would want from someone. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I already like just from my own, I was like, hmm, like it, there always is that, that slight fragility yeah. that's still always there. It's like, <sighs> I'm not convinced. For me, it was the streetwear and how much that streetwear cost. And I didn't understand what streets these people are wearing these things. There's not a single model of color wearing this streetwear. Mm-hmm. Or what street are these? The streets of Minnesota. I didn't agree with it. Yeah. And it really colored how I felt about her after the fact. But I was a big fan of hers at the beginning because you put her next to Ramona and she like shines. I know. But. I know that's not enough. What are you thinking about this season? Like, obviously she's done herself a huge service by being great friends with Ebony because 
that's a good move. And I feel like that's going to really help her out this season. Cause you know what I mean? Like she's got Ebony on her side. They're friends, they're buddies. Why? You know what I mean? Like, it's going to really, it's going to be hard for her to look bad. I feel like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or I think it could make her look more performative because last year she was always the one like entering parties and saying to nobody like, Oh, look at all these white people. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like if she's always saying that to Ebony, it's going to almost look like how Sonia was doing it with the fish. But I feel like Ebony's going to co-sign whatever. I feel like she's going to be like, yeah, girl. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, girl. That's it. Like, you know what I mean? I just I don't know. We'll have I to hope see. Not. But I want I want better from Ebony. I know. I know. Yeah. I hope, but you you might be right. Because she's new gonna... on the show and who else is going to yeah. be her ally? Like she I've right. seen her interview. She's called Leah's sister. She's like mm. she's like my sister. She's like, oh, Leah's a hard on the outside. But on the inside, she's just a soft pink girl. That's how she describes her. <laughs> like, yeah. Huh. She, so, yeah, it's like she really, they have a bond. So it's like I'm just wondering, like, I feel like she's going to get away with more than she even would with some a black person there like on her side. Yeah, I feel like the show set up. Ebony and Leah. Yeah, maybe so that Leah can con- continue her streak of like second, her sophomore season still kind of being on top and ushering in and helping like the new girl find her place. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see a lot of discord between or any discord yeah. between um, <laughs> Ebony, who I'm I'm very much liking. I didn't yeah. expect her to be as funny as she was. Like she had me laughing out loud. The first episode, I, I just wasn't prepared for like her comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if she knows she's funny, but I was like laughing. Yeah, um, I love her. I think the problem for me is like, aside from Ebony, who just joined and Leah, like we know the rest of the cast is trash. So there's not like a standard I'm holding them to. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Leah's been propped up, like I said before. So I feel like to see her, like you said, not maybe acknowledge her own privilege well, if Ramona's not acknowledging her own privilege right. and Leah's not either, why why are we handing like a gold medal to Leah? Mm-hmm. Just I because know. that's the narrative is how I kind of ended last season. Because like they said, they called her black adjacent. Who called her black adjacent? Was someone called, I feel like that was like her thing. Like there, she's the closest thing to black that they've ever had. And they've decided that she is the culture because she's the only thing that even is close as a culture that has been on that show. Yeah. Like, Which is the whitest shit I've ever heard. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm very. I like better from Ebony. Yeah, because I, you know I have white friends, and I have a rule with all my white friends. I will tell you when you like when you misstep. I will I will teach you where I think you should learn if you're open to it. But I will never defend you if you fuck up on the internet. I am not yeah, doing that. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going yeah. to bet for you. Mm-hmm. You're on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope that's the way Ebony's going to approach it. Like, you, my girl, I like you, but if you mess up, you mess up, and that's on you. Yeah, I hope so, I too. Hope. I just yeah. couldn't believe she was a lawyer and an actress and a pageant girl and, like, all these things. I was a hot mess, like, <laughs> clearly. But I was like, she has it together. Uh, and now she, like, demands, she demands, like, attention and respect, like, her voice. I, like, from the minute she came on screen, I was like, you sound like a principal. I know. A boss. Yep. A teacher. And she was like talking about some guy. And I'm like, I couldn't imagine what it would be like dating her. Like, you know, things go wrong in the bedroom. Like, she gonna write you up. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, whoa. She's incredible. I like when they were on the way to the Upper East Side and she like pointed to herself and said, this serves everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yep, sure does. She I wasn't like lying. She got, 
Yeah, no. She was not lying. She been fine too. She's a type of like she's just <laughs> she a pretty beautiful, fine. beautiful, fine, smart, everything woman. She's everything. Yeah. Everything. If she could tell me to sit like a dog I and know. I would start looking for a seat. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm just so curious, like, how does that play out someone like this? Because I've never seen a woman like this on the show at all. Like, how does that, yeah. you know, how does it work? And then compared yeah. to, like, this seems to be Sonia's most unraveled we've ever seen her. Like, not knowing how to work her own tub, climbing around in that <laughs> pond. Mm-hmm. So when we bring in, like, the most put together woman we've ever seen compared to whatever Sonia is, right. I don't know what the season's going to oh, be. Sonia's a comedic genius. I think that she's proven that her falling off the tables and sliding down, that was all just slapstick. She does not have a drinking problem. That was the character choice. I do remember a few a few seasons ago. I think it might have been something for repair in the townhome before she was getting ready to sell it or before she even knew she wanted to kind of sell it or rent it out or whatever's happening now. And there was like a plumber there or something. There was like a service that she was getting done and she was acting like acting up. She was like, oh, I've had sex on that sink and I've done that and I've done that. And then did an interview, I think, where she said, well, you know what? I I behave that way in certain scenes because if if there's like a service that they're filming you, filming you doing, or like you're getting some getting some kind of help from like a company, if the scene airs and like that company or service is promoted, like you get a discount or something like that. Oh. Something like that. And I was mm. kind of like, Oh, that's fucking smart. So oh like gosh. always be closing. like Lucille balling in yeah. order to kind yeah. of like pay the bills. Realize that her scenes will get on the yeah, like ensure they'll get on the show. I was like, all right. I, I mean, still think she has a drinking problem. <laughs> but at least I know that like that's I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. She's just trying to get endorsements for like Jose Cuevo. That's all it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on a different note, I'm curious to see what happens between Leah and Heather when Heather mm-hmm. comes back. I'm very curious yeah. about what happens there because I could see I could see it going either way. Like I'm 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 curious. Yeah, I I'm curious as well. I think that's next week, right? Looks like it because that's when they go to Sag Harbor, I believe. The thing is, is her yeah. and they if 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 they didn't get along, I would assume it's because they're cut from the same cloth. Like to me, they have yes. very much in common. They're the same yeah. type of white woman. So I don't know why y'all not getting along. <laughs> y'all should be besties. Yeah, true. Yeah. I would have liked one more cast member. Like I saw, there's five of five full time. Five. I would like one more. Like I would have liked if I don't know Ebony got to bring a friend on, or you you brought in like another cast member who didn't know anyone. I was missing someone. Yeah, like my eyes kept going to find a sixth phantom person that I couldn't find. What do you think? <laughs> what happened with Bershawn? Because she was supposed to be on at one point, and then now she's yeah. not. What happened with that? Do you guys know? I do not know. Because I know she's, of course, on the show in a friend capacity, but I, I would have loved if she was just full-time. It would yeah. have felt a little more rounded out. I agree. You know? Yeah. Whatever it was happened pretty early, though, because I know she started filming, and then I feel like two weeks later, they announced Ebony was going to be the first Black housewife of New York. So I feel like they knew right away that Prasad yeah. wasn't going to work out. Hmm. Someone told me... I just remembered this, but you know how people be say whatever in the DMs, but that like <laughs> her, whoever her significant other is like, is like really wealthy and he doesn't want to really be on camera like that. Oh. And so it was just like, okay. And then whatever capacity he was comfortable with her filming is only, that's all she could film. 
And the money that she's would make it would be lose. Like, will you get three grand a, an episode? Yeah, it just was. You know what I mean? And like, unless you just want yeah. the fame, unless you really want to be famous. But if you already have the money, then it's like, why would you give up the money that's more than that money? <laughs> right. Just that's to, true. Just to have people in your business saying yeah. they don't know you. You know. True. So we have four cities to get through. So Anthony, why don't you just take us to Jersey? Sure, let's do it. The uh, crystal clear waters of New Jersey. Um, <laughs> Sasha, how are you feeling about New Jersey this season? How's it hitting you? So I felt like the last three episodes was like the same episode over and over again. Like the same fight between <laughs> Melissa and Joe, the same fight about Dolores and David, and then Teresa talking about her mystery. Like they drug that those three storylines out literally for three episodes. And like, yeah. I'm over it. I'm really over it. And I'm over Melissa acting. It's like, she's so bothered by the way that Joe is treating her or as if it's something brand new. It's like, you knew what you signed up for. You're not going to leave him because you want this perfect image. So who are you playing? Not us. Like I'm right. sick of yeah. that argument. And I felt, I, I felt bad for Joe. And I think what was one of the closing scenes, I mean, this man just passed a kidney mm-hmm. stone and Melissa is pulling him into a scene where He's exhausted. He's dehydrated. Disturb. He has like disturbing sculpted facial hair, and (laughs) he's like, "Go be whatever you want to be." Like he couldn't even handle the scene. Like this man's in pain. Yeah, like dragging him through the mud. Do you think he really had a kidney stone? Yeah, I took it for face value. What would be the benefit of of the? I don't know. The timing of her getting the phone call before they left made me feel like she just didn't want to go, and she was like, "Call me when I'm there." Oh With no! The borgers, you never can tell. Yeah, I think I'm just so burned yeah, by that. I never thought that, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it didn't strike me as like a particularly smart lie or anything. Like, <laughs> I don't know. She would have if because if she would have didn't want to go, she probably that could have happened before she left to go. Not when she was there. Yeah. Would I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. These last three episodes were kind of like a big like same story vibe, and we ended on like a to be continued, which is like a man's walking up to the house. Like what's to continue. He's going to ring the doorbell. Like, what are you continuing? <laughs> I know, but I'm loving the story between Jen and her parents, but it doesn't seem like her parents are loving this story because <laughs> the episode Who cares? and the mother, it's great. <laughs> it's great. The mother, I feel like if I'm reading between the lines is very much like, Holy shit. I just filmed something where all these women, the cast and their mothers are talking about my, my situation with my husband and i feel like it dawned on her like in addition to that this is going to be like aired on tv and i kind of felt bad for her but no, she signed the release watch- i love watching <laughs> you're right she signed the release she had a bad arranged marriage welcome to the new world i am here for it i i didn't think i would be it's made me like jennifer more it's made me want to like i could watch like almost a kardashian style show maybe about jennifer's family oh, wow you know, I could. I'm very interested wow. in it. I'm very interested in that. <laughs> Maybe like a limited run. Huh. Maybe only like eight episodes. You know, but <laughs> I'm willing to see what what goes on there. I love them, but I think they're good where they are. I don't know if I could watch more than like eight full minutes of the Aidens an episode. Yeah, but I love them. I agree. I'm in. The, I, I find them. it fascinating seeing how this woman is like. She's so deep in her misery. And nothing can get her out of it. And it's so, and she's around all this wealth. I mean, you got your daughter to marry this man that they can give you anything you want. And she can't, her resentments are just like consuming her and just watching everyone around her try to like shake her and nothing works. 
a shocking moment for me was when I think it was maybe Melissa who was like, people are stuck in their ways. And then like, you know, when they're in their 60s and I was like, is Jennifer's mother in her 60s? She seems much older. Oh, yeah. I was like, there's no way she's not in her 60s. She is 74 if she's. Yeah, no, she's not. I was shocked. Oh, wait, she could she could be in her. No, she better not be. (laughs) <laughs> she bet, no she bet not be but resi- she bet not be. look a resentment will do it to you i'm telling you it'll put a, it'll put the lines on you okay so jennifer Can't is hold 44 on. okay that's why and forgiveness is for mother, you it doesn't say but jennifer's 44 so i mean maybe her mother could be she could be her mother can't but if she, she had her in her what 20s yeah which oh, is very possible that is jennifer, possible is Jennifer one of the younger siblings or one of the older ones? I'm forgetting. She's like There's the middle, this... I believe. I think so, yeah. Okay. Either way, okay. <laughs> I don't think they need a Kardashian-style spinoff. I'm sorry to tell you. A limited series run. Uh, a limited series Peacock run. only. <laughs> but look, no shade to Peacock. No shade it. to Peacock, though. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that are going. There's a lot of things. To Peacock. Yeah, I, okay. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I would watch a show if the show was Jennifer training her kids on how to set the table because the kids seem rambunctious. <laughs> That's why I want to see the a Kardashian show. I love those okay. kids. Her kids are great. Oh yeah. my gosh. The little one that was like, this is Michael <laughs> Kors. <gasps> that luck. And then the little gay one. Or the one That's who the one. The- <gasps> yeah. No, that was the daughter that said that her um, oh, she was yeah. Michael Kors. Yeah. No, no, no. They're all label oh whores. So <laughs> the whole family. I love her family. She seems like, yeah. honestly, like a really fun mom. I agree. You know, she just does. buy a bunch of stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that she put more furniture in her house. Like, yes. Yeah, it looks less like a mausoleum. And but I'm like, like okay, yeah, I have to know. This is what I have to know. Do you guys really think that the Thrones were Bill's idea? No. No. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> make sure it wasn't just me because no. some people are like oh yeah, yeah i could totally no. see bill like because bill's like oh yeah <laughs> but i still think that it was her idea wait wait yeah. how is he he's got the cheek <laughs> his cheekbones yes. bill yes. has like a tr- like a turkish bones. dracula yeah i was like yes yeah. bill Yes. <laughs> Bill is plucked and tucked. I love it. No, so, but yeah. then it's like, no. I, okay, so I'll just make sure I wasn't the only one that was like, girl, stop. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> nothing about Jennifer said that she set out. Because she literally said that she went, like, overseas to buy this stuff. Yeah. And, like, you had right. no, you had no yeah. input in it. Everything she used yeah. to have looked like baby shower furniture before. So I'm glad that she's shopping. <laughs> <laughs> True. Now, yes. the internet I, let her have it. Yeah. I don't have siblings, so I'm truly asking. Lucky. We get a scene where um, Joe Gorga goes over to Teresa's home to help her with some stuff because, quote, I think she needs a man around the house is what he says, which we could we could take that on mm-hmm, as its own mm-hmm. item. Yeah. But um, then he kind of says, you know, Louis, 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 Teresa's new boyfriend is um, the one for her, et cetera, et cetera. And then they get into like this weird banter where he like pokes around about whether or not she's like had sex with him. And it's like, well, you got to test out the, I don't know. You got to test out the the car before you drive it or something. Like they keep mixing up the messages. Is this, do siblings speak this way to one another about their sex? Yes. They do. If you're close enough. I was going to say, if you're close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because everybody knows there's nothing like really liking somebody. And then the sex is trash. (laughs) At that point, I feel like you're wasting my time. If you like somebody, because 
you know whether or not your friends or your sibling is somebody who can get past that. We all know okay. we have friends and siblings who can't get past trash <laughs> sex. So get that out of the way before you start bringing somebody to me to say that you like them because I know I'll like them and then you'll dump their ass. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. My thing is, though, Joe seems to only do it or be okay with it when it's on his terms. Like when Teresa says she's horny, then he's like, oh, Teresa. <gasps> You're right. Oh, she's eating pineapple. She's wearing macrame. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. yeah. The guy, he, okay, I have to go go ahead. No, I was, yo, ahead, I talk. just got a flashback of how he just turned bright red in that scene when they had those vibrators. Like, so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. It is. I mean, for me, asking my sister, because I have two sisters, asking one of my sisters about, like, you know, oh, are you like, you hooked up with him? Like, you know, you hit that yet? Like, that's one question. Yeah. But, like, to be like with the group friends and my sister's like, oh, I'm so horny. Like, I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's different. different. But okay. I do agree that Joe is a real insecure. So oh, I yeah. feel like the vibrator is threatening to him. Like, don't give my wife no idea. She don't need no vibrator. She got what she needs. So it's like that. She used to nothing that well. big. <laughs> <laughs> don't give her no idea. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and then one more quick thing in Jersey, because we do have two other cities to get to. And this was a little bit of a spinning its wheels to the finale episode. I loved Dolores's like passive aggressive, not going to ride with these women to the, to the apple picking. I love Dolores. Sasha, what are your thoughts on Dolores? Oh, I love Dolores. She's my queen. I love her. She's the, she's the best part of the show. Just if only just to look at, like I watch it on mute. Cause she's just so freaking stunning. Beautiful. Just so beautiful. And I love her family. Like now that's a show I would watch. Her and the two Franks and her daughter and the no oh, leave dog. the daughter in the yeah. island with the dog. Sasha, Do don't pretend. Okay, we don't. Fine. We don't need okay. Gabby. Okay, keep her in. Gabby. Keep her in Gabby. Uh... Okay, fine. I'm trying yeah. to be. Gabby can go wherever Avery is. Like put them on the same island. <laughs> her and her dogs. Here. All her dogs. Lord have mercy. When she yeah. walked, she in kissed there with that no dog in the mouth. It's too much. Uh, but no, yeah. I she like was... their little di- their little birthday little dinner they had. I thought that was cute. Yeah, y'all not into it. No, yeah, okay. I loved it. Look, polyamory is big nowadays. I'm into it. Yeah, I I'm love Dolo. I would watch Dolo in the Two Franks. I would watch them do anything yeah. with like yeah. David as a cousin Oliver type. Like he could <laughs> come in a little later. I'd be into that. Um, He's like Urkel, Urkel who pays for everything. <laughs> who looks like tired and dehydrated. <laughs> um, yeah, I like this, and I love. I just love the way Dolores communicates, like when. And the way she talks, like when they were on the, um, oh God, the tractor? What's the wagon? What's the word they were on? I think they're both right. Okay. Hayride? Yes, the yeah, hayride. hayride. Yeah. And she's like, Jackie, it's your birthday. I'm going to be nice to my friend. It's not nice. Like, I love the way <laughs> I love it. Talks. Yeah. I love it. It's not nice. It's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> she's great. Um, and she's right. It's not nice. When I, I first thought, you know, these women are on a show, so they're going to talk about her relationship behind her back. But then I thought more like, okay, so if Dolores considers these women, some of them, her friends, yeah, it would be really fucking shitty to be taking polls about her relationship in mixed company with people that, you know, she's never met before. I got that. And that's why I loved when she was saying that she wouldn't have done it and she found a way to still do it. She was like, I wouldn't take a poll to see if Melissa's marriage is falling apart. I wouldn't. (laughs) Uh (laughs) She's like, don't tempt me now. Do not tempt me. Oh, I love her. And then Jennifer tried to say something. Dolores was like, this one won't shut the fuck up. (laughs) 
Love it. I was happy that she went. Personally, I would have loved a way to get out of apple picking. That is just so <laughs> oh my gosh. for me. You got to work and then pay for it, and then you got to eat fruit. I'm out. Yeah, I don't. But, I don't understand you apple picking. But and then also, you got to eat it. I also don't bake, so I guess me either. Yeah, yeah. No. The winery part spoke. To yeah, me. I was like, I'll do the winery, yeah. and it's like, what is, <laughs> yes. what is Jackie gonna do with all those apples? <laughs> you know she eat a lot like, of baked goods like, to not bake anything. Seriously, like she doesn't about. bake. <laughs> She does, she does not bake. No. She does not bake. And then I understood like a, one final thing on it when Dolores was like, you know what? Life changed the course. And once it wasn't going to happen, I shifted my expectations. And I was like, that's real. I got, I got it. Yeah. But I also understood the women thinking that they were championing something that she wanted. And then she didn't give them the heads up that like, <laughs> you know, I don't want that anymore because I didn't mm-hmm. get it. So it was like, everyone was kind of, I understood all sides. I agree. I feel like this was a good, I think next week is the finale. This feels like a good amount of episodes for any city. Like I am enjoying Jersey. It's starting to wind down a little bit and it feels right. Like I can't go back to a 22 episode world again. I don't Oh think. God, no, no. Yeah, I feel I, like when yeah. you're just consuming it, I'm like, give it to me more and more and more. But when you're interacting with it and you're making content off of it, it's it really is nice when it's around this amount of episodes. Because then you go into yeah. a new show and then as soon as you start to feel that drag and then it's over and then you go to the yes. next one, you know? Yeah, I'm good with like a hot 15, yeah. <laughs> you know? Including the reunions. I could do a nice warm eight. Let's do this British. <laughs> no, that's style. a stretch. That's a stretch. Eight British <laughs> British TV Eight. style. I want Downton Abbey season lengths. I want Quinn. Six to seven episodes. Quinn, we're barely yes, off the runway on. with eight. Yeah, save eight for the big shot. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, uh, we're gonna wrap Jersey up, or we just did. So, Quinn, take us to Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta, the season. I'm sorry, the third reunion of this season. I don't really have a lot to say here. Neither did they, <laughs> but. I will like, I'll ask, you know, who was the winner and who was the loser of this reunion besides us who had to watch it? <laughs> who was the winner and who was the loser? And who yeah. was the loser of this reunion? Oh, this I is, don't okay. know. Okay. Gosh, there's so many losers. Yeah, there are. I don't but, know if there is yeah. a winner. Yeah, that's what I'm that's thinking. That's why I said don't include us for having to watch it. I, there <laughs> are a lot of losers. I have a winner. I have a winner. And I'm going to pick this person because for Victoria. me, they... Whether or not I liked what they were doing, they seemed like the only one who understood that there was a show to be made here. Mm-hmm. I'm picking Kenya. Oh, She's the only one who, and I'm not saying I loved everything she did all season or even at the reunion. I always felt like she was the only one who was engaged in the process for better or worse. I'm going to pick Latoya, but for your reasoning. Everything you said about Kenya, I feel about Latoya at the reunion. I think both. Like, I feel like we got like the end of a group project, and everybody had to present, and you realize only two people were doing any work. <laughs> yeah, and I would so add, like, I would, I would say though, like Kenya, and I, I just agree because you're right. She, she understands the assignment, and she's always one hundred percent dropped in. Like, she doesn't check in. Like, she will argue with anybody. Like, and I, I really respect that about her. But then I almost like, okay, this candy belong on that list just because you know. She is Bolo, but then where Candy lost me was where she's still so like emotionally attached to this whole thing that happened with Portia like years ago. And then they allow that to be like her Achilles tendon. Yeah. when It's like so irrelevant. 
that's a part we move past that yeah it's like we don't care about that but then that's so that's really the whole reason why Portia's overall a liar and that's why everyone's in the dungeon because Portia lied two years ago so that part lost me what did y'all think about how they drew that connection that was the reason for why Portia is an overall liar it was bullshit and it was a stretch and it would have been thrown out in court. Yeah. It, it, there was too much going on. And even if, we go, if we were going to go that far, like, this is why we're in the dungeon. Well, does that mean Portia get to cut all that dungeon money that Candy's right, made? Right. Because Candy's made bank off of this. Mm-hmm. And you can't forgive that candy after all the money. You turned it into profit. Right. Still- and you're still going to fill a kind of way? Why? Way? Yeah. Well, yeah. see, that I understand. The editing was really strange because it's lots of it's lots of people, as I'm sure all these reunions are, Like we see them kind of expressing an opinion, sometimes tied to a question they're asked and other times not. So like, I'm always kind of trying to give the benefit of the doubt to when it seems like, oh, that opinion didn't really seem tied to a question. But Hmm. Candy gets to feel, I guess, however she wants. And if there were, as anyone does, of course, and as there, if there were questions asked about hey, are you still over this? I would understand how she might not be. I mean, Portia is stand now, but like Phaedra was the other side of that. And like, she was completely taken off the show. Yeah. So I could understand how, and she seems to have for the most part gotten over it or got to a place where she could be fine with Portia. So I, it didn't, I wasn't like, oh, this again. Cause I feel like we had put it to bed for a while, but if it's mm-hmm. popping up, within a conversation about how truthful Portia can is or has been, it did, or I could see how it was relevant if the line of questioning led us there. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like what they essentially try to do was, okay, Portia, they're like, you're a liar because you know, you fuck Bolo, you're lying. And then it's mm-hmm. like, Candy knows. I don't know why Candy isn't telling everybody because you screwed her over too. Remember wow. Candy? Remember what she did? And then Candy sitting up here, does you trying to punk her now. So now mm-hmm. she's got to act mad at yeah. Portia a little bit. So she doesn't seem like a complete punk. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it seems so petty. Like, it's like a really desperate way of trying to expose Portia. When really, I just wish, I don't understand. Like, I get it. Like, she doesn't want to say it. But it's like, just say it. Like, what? Because then there would be no conversation left to be had if she just said, like, yeah, I fucked him. I fucked him, everyone. (laughs) You know? (laughs) That's what I would do. Yeah. You know, my theory is that she didn't. My theory is that she's coming out of you don't think My she fucked him? Like, I feel like she may have been involved in some way or she may have been around it, but I think that Tanya fucked Bolo. Huh. I think that that was something that definitely went down. I think that's why she fled to Canada like there was a draft on. I am serious about <laughs> that. Like, I looked at all those women, and even from, like, and we can even go this far, even as far as a colorist aspect, Tanya was the, the lightest thing there. I don't want to throw shade on Bolo, but... I would believe that. I would believe that she would do that. I believe he would do that. And I think that. I've thought that from the beginning because she's gone. Like, she's gone. And I feel <laughs> like Portia's... Gonna, no, you're, I, you're, like no I, I mean, I, you're, you, I mean, I believe that. So when you say the colorism part, you're saying that he would want to fuck her because she was the lightest one there? From what I've seen in the past of, like, what I've seen from Bolo and other people, yeah, somewhat, I think she fits his type. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm based yeah, it on. Interesting. And I feel that with Tanya, and this is all alleged. <laughs> I feel <laughs> of that course, of course. Tanya hightailed it out of there. 
She didn't want to answer any questions. And I think Portia's in this position where like, I can't say I slept with him and I didn't, but I can't say I didn't do it. She did. Mm. So I could be wrong, but I think that either of those things could be true. Because I do feel like if Portia did it, she would just say she did it. I think I there's no way Portia didn't do it. I, I agree. I think that she did it. I think she has still some hangups with like, Maybe. she doesn't, she wants to be seen a certain way. You know, she's got an, a slightly an image to uphold, especially with the social justice stuff. And I feel like she has shame mm-hmm. around her sexuality. Like, I don't think she's quite comfortable with being a non-straight person. And she aligns herself with Drew, who was highly judgmental and religious. And she like co-signs Drew a lot. Yeah. Like she yeah. agrees with a lot of things that Drew says. So it wouldn't surprise me if she just had, I feel like she just has shame around everyone knowing that she fucked a stripper and that I she's bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. And this is also someone who is very, very, or seems very, very different from when we first met her. Mm-hmm. Um, it was because she would say her husband didn't want her to, but she didn't want to go to strip clubs. And it was, it was very much kind of someone who, seems to have grown into maybe a more performative sexuality, Mm -hmm. but there is something that I could see as maybe, I don't want to, not, not self-hating, but maybe not entirely comfortable with her own sexuality, at least on, at least on 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 camera camera or like out to people. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know that I really know Portia's personality because I feel like she gives me a lot of Neneisms. Do you guys Mm. ever get that sense? Like the way she argues yes. at the reunions, like, oh, like yep. Nene would walk around like that and be yeah. like do the, yeah. the little like talking over people. And you know what I mean? Like the vamping mm-hmm. on something over and but not really saying anything. But Nene was a genius. at Yes. It. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so it's like a or, false yeah. confidence almost. Yeah. She's adopted. I've seen it more this year than I think I have in the past, but she's definitely adopted Nene's style of just repeating what someone is saying kind of saying like you're right you're right mm-hmm. you're i guess i'm wrong yeah. oh i'm oh i'm that woman standing up walking around yes yes it's not it's not fun for the viewer no Mm-mm. and that's yeah, why my not. favorite moment from the reunion was when marlo marlo came out and she it's she had that moment where she was like, you're walking around here and you want to argue with me in the way that Nene argued, bitch. Remember, you were a fan first. Don't play that with me. <laughs> Don't do it. She said, stop with all that funny shit, <laughs> all that star shit. You know what I'm saying? And I and yeah. then Portia kind of bowed down because it's like, if you want to actually have an argument with Marlo, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I And I forget what when it happened, but at some point during this reunion, Kenya said, this is stupid. And I said, me too, <laughs> out loud. I said, me too. It is. You're right. It is. It is. It's it so is dumb. It's so dumb. It is very dumb. But also, I wanted to ask, now a lot of people are saying that it's getting to the point where Portia and Kenya can't do the show together anymore. So do we agree with this? And if so, who should leave and who should stay? I don't think they can. They they both need to stay. I don't think the cast can afford. I was going to say, because then what do we like? Then we have Kenya. I mean, sorry, Cynthia snooze. (laughs) Right. Candy is the narrator. She doesn't get involved. Drew mm-hmm. needs to go. Am I, Drew, do you, I think she the needs to The worst. Yes. She really yeah. let me down. Yeah. So if we yeah. lose, we I actually think I agree. We need Kenya and Portia unless they unless they cut Drew. And Latoya's okay, but I would love two brand new people that were really strong mm-hmm. and like actually can argue really well, not like Portia. Like she does, she doesn't really 
I like to watch yeah. people argue like really well. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I want to see people yeah. communicate and resolve conflict. Yeah. Portia and Kenya did a lot of talking, but they weren't saying anything. Exactly. I want to see people say, this is what bothers me. Like they just weren't doing it. Yeah. We need There's no active who... listening. There's no resolution. No. No. Right. Oh, it's fake. Yeah. There's still like in like from a like from an improv aspect, there's not enough yes anding. Yes. And that is a problem. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I feel like, but I feel like I get the sense that the overall like network and overall masses likes Drew. And then it like took a turn with the profit. But I don't know if that turn was enough. And then the wig took it further with, you know, mm-hmm. the games. I don't know. I'm I'm I don't know if that was enough for them to like actually fire her. I would put her on probation. Like, in my mind, she's on probation. She needs to... If they fire Shamiri... Shamari. I'm sorry, Shamari. <laughs> mm-hmm, then she mm-hmm. should definitely be on probation because I liked Shamari. I thought Shamari brought good energy. I loved... I, I didn't loved like her. I, I, I didn't like drunk. her. I, I get why so people bad. didn't. She wasn't my favorite. <laughs> right I liked her. I thought she was fun. <laughs> I do I, feel I, I like... I like her more than Drew, though. Yeah, and I feel like... I forget what the second half of this sentence was so it's not as impactful as if i would remember but there was a point when andy was like drew if you're going to be a real housewife you need to bring the receipts he said yes yeah yeah i was like oh okay (laughs) she's right you can't bring it in a prayer i also get the sense though that andy likes drew a lot so i don't think she's i don't think he does like her that's what i'm saying like the and i'm not sure he likes her husband that's for sure (laughs) well when she started praying (laughs) y'all Oh my God. I could not. Oh. That's when like, Kenya said this is stupid. Oh didn't? my God. My mouth was on <laughs> the floor. Was right. And Portia was yeah. like, she was like, can I pray? Portia said, yeah, go ahead. Do it, girl. Amen. Amen. <laughs> encouraging her. I'm like, Portia, stop yeah. encouraging her. If Drew did not have Portia on that stage, Portia, like, yes, and Drew all day long. Yeah. And it mm, frustrates true. me. I don't know why. That was one of the cringe moments for me. That and. Kenya pointed out that Tanya had a life partner. Those oh. are both things that rub me the wrong way. I like that. as like I'm like I'm married. Like me and Donnie are married. Fine. We know people who are together who are not married. That does not mean their relationship isn't just as important. And I'm like, for you to come from where Phaedra chopped you down at the knees, you haven't learned anything. Like you just now, now I can just do that to other people. Like that's what makes me. That's the thing about Kenya. I hated that. Crazy. I hated yeah. that so much. Disrespectful. Yeah, what did you all so think of the of the debate around cameras were down? So anything that happened while the cameras were down weren't like were off limits when they started talking about that. And Kenya was like, it was a work trip. Anything that happens on the work trip I mean is material. It, I, I kinda I kind of agree. Like if if I know that these are not my real friends. And obviously, like, this is, I mean, they're enemies. So if you're around mm-hmm. them and they're, you have to know that, why would she look out for you? Why would she not? Why would Kenya not tell your business? That's the yeah. way I see it. And they know the cameras were still on. That's why they had to put stuff over it. So, like, you know that they still want to film you. So if, like, yeah. whatever, if that fabric slid off, they would have had footage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And outside of this trip, there's plenty of times on this city and other cities where things that, don't even happen like that happened on the off season or talked about. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. anything like from an off season or when they're not filming is fair game, 
anything from the from a work trip when like the cameras are down would certainly be fair game too. I agree. I yeah, absolutely. I think that the only point that like the Kenya made a valid point was when Kenya said I accused Portia of having sex with Bolo. And then instead of Portia saying, no, I didn't, she called Kenya a liar. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't do that. Cause you, mm-hmm. I mean, let's assume she fucked him. You know, you fucked him, but just say, don't worry about it. It's none of your business. And so then Kenya had that to latch onto to be like, well, you call me a liar. So now I'm going to drag you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a good stance. Take. No. Yeah. yeah. Kenya's Kenya's my winner from the reunion and the season. Maybe. I, I, what would we have this season if Kenya wasn't on it? It's a dirty win. It's like, but it's yeah. a win. you could win in a fight against Superman, but you won't look like you did. <laughs> it's like that kind mm-hmm, of thing. She mm-hmm. just, she won, yeah. but it's just, it, the whole thing just seems like a big old shitty mess. Yeah. And <laughs> I feel like they're better than that. It didn't need to be three parts. There was a lot of rehashing, but nothing was cleared up. It was. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't, it was just, I blame Andy. I think he asked the wrong questions. I think so many things were wrong with this. It was a waste of time. I, it was yeah. literally like to go from the summer house reunion to watching this. Cause that's the way we watched it. It pissed me off. I know. <laughs> summer house is so fucking good, man. The reunion was great too. And I'm like, this is so good. And then Atlanta's trash. <laughs> yeah. We literally waited. We wait. We waited the longest to watch Atlanta. It was the last on our list. That's that a shame. That, that's that's a shame. Out. And the thing that makes it so, and I have to agree, like, I can't stand Kenya. I've never liked Kenya, but she did win. And the thing that makes it so sad is that, like, Portia should have won. Like, Portia was positioned to just, this should have been a cakewalk for Portia this season, right. you know? And the fact that Kenya was somehow able to do what she did is just like, God, that's, like you said, it's, so a dirt, right. it's a dirty win. Like, I, you don't feel good about it. Mm-mm. You are so yeah. right. We were all rooting for Portia. I know. Mm. I thought this was going to be like her yeah. best season yet. And she's going to have all Me these too. deals and she's just going to be this shining star. It's like, she is the star. Like, people aren't quite ready yet to be like, oh, but we don't fuck with Portia. Right. But it's just like a little, like, <sighs> a little bit of a letdown. And it's nothing yeah. to do with bolo it's just like like you said the way everything the, the lack of communication and the way they all argued and fought it's just like y'all not doing it right they all did it like nini exactly yeah. and failed you, only yeah. nini yeah. only nini can do it like nini i miss nini so i much. miss nini too so much and nini. so thank you and Sheree, right? Yes. yes. And, yeah. bring and, bring and kim too put kim in there too i'll take yeah. it i'll take it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Look, he's like, no, I don't know about Kim. Don't take it. <laughs> I'm actually cool with Kim. Okay. I didn't like Kim's last season because she refused to play the game. That was why I was mad at her. Because mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. was like, I don't need this. I wanted Kim to be back back. And she wasn't. She wasn't. But I don't got nothing against Kim. Okay. She can come back. If she if she play right, she can come back. <laughs> I forgive Phaedra. Yeah. 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 I forgive her. But that is it for Atlanta. I'm done. All right. So let's continue with the bullshit and go to Dallas, I guess. Mm. so we're at part one of the reunion and we find out and i do not want to spend a lot of time on this so please don't get it into your head that we're going to but carrie is getting divorced i think we all said that that. yeah Yeah. i I said that i said that a long time ago yeah my fiance watched it in passing and he was like oh i didn't know she was married like he assumed that she was divorced Fair. Yeah. He has the demeanor of a divorce. <laughs> he's like, I thought she was divorced. Because the one time that he was on well, she screen, is. 
twice yeah right <laughs> seriously anytime he's on screen it's just like he just looks like he's just so disgusted with her like <laughs> yeah i'm like same <laughs> right <laughs> he's i can't see he, he does look over her he, he definitely does look over her every single time well now we see why yeah we, he was been over her he... <laughs> carrie is a nightmare and she's like a grown woman. she's a 50 year old trapped in a 15 year old trapped in a 15 year old trapped in a 50 year old's body yeah, like, like literally she has the Friday. mind of a 15 year old it's insane her maturity level like and yeah, it's like it's she she tries to play it off like it's like a language barrier but it's not Mm-mm. it's an emotional development issue going on there like you can't communicate with her which is why when she drinks she just gets so physical and starts breaking shit because she doesn't know how to yeah. process anything yeah you can be mature in any language thank you well, hey <laughs> good one anthony uh, <laughs> the the reunion i thought was good it i don't know if you have i don't want to go past what you want to bring up donnie but since we're talking about carrie i've said this before i don't want to judge carrie for anything lord knows you know sexuality but i've been kind of not suspicious but i've been looking at carrie some kind of way since she told me that her husband her relationship with her husband was very sexual and they were like having sex on the floor in bars and in bathrooms and stuff and she was already a mother of three then and i was like now i don't remember this i remember it it was because he was not right because he is her second husband she already had like how many children before she met him? Like a three, okay. right? Didn't she only have one with him? So like, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, owning your sexuality, but a mother of three or any parent of three having sex in bar bathrooms, I was like, Oh my that's God. <laughs> like, yeah. that, that blew my mind. Wow. So I've been like looking at her, like you couldn't possibly be being fulfilled. Because <laughs> like, if you want that, after three kids, yeah. you're going to always want that. Yeah. So I knew there was trouble in paradise. And then she made a big deal out of being 50. And I was like, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so well, that's yeah. my last thing I'll say about you. <laughs> All right. So let's move on then to, oh, this turns my stomach. Tiffany and Cam talking about Tiffany's TikTok about her mother. And Cam says that people called her because they were uncomfortable watching it. And then she tries to paint uh, Tiffany as a racist against her own people. <laughs> I, I hate just... white people do this. <laughs> I hate, I cannot express it's how much so I hate ridiculous. when white people try to tell you that by talking about your culture, you're being stereotypical. And isn't that wrong? That talking point is such bullshit. Seriously. It angers me. It pisses me off. And it's just like, mind your fucking business. Like, let this woman talk about her mom if she wants to. It's got nothing to do with you, first of all. And then I I loved her response. It's just like, go do something else. Oh, you're sitting (laughs) with your friends? Mm -hmm. Go get a hobby, bitch. Something else. Just like, because you can't even, you can't explain to someone like that why what they're saying is illogical. So the basis Mm -hmm. of it is you need something else to do because (laughs) this is not that interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cameron was in yeah. the wrong lane. This was not. This was not her. Ugh. I mean, maybe she was, and maybe Tiffany is like really racist against herself. Oh my god! I think that's something. Right? <laughs> like, you know what? You never know. <laughs> you never know, right? <laughs> I don't think it's a coincidence that the woman that takes her dog on the treadmill is the one who needs a life. Oh my god! 
<laughs> and even she said she'd rather eat dog treats than eat a traditional age, like Chinese food. Yeah. That got glossed over for me. Rude. I was like, what the they hell? They weren't drawing that connection. No. Of course they weren't. Yeah, because once she said that it was her intern or whatever, a staff member, I feel like they thought about that and the aftermath of that more than what the actual tweet mm-hmm. was. Yeah. I remember not on the show, like in response to oh, the right. show. So I don't right. I don't think it made it on the show. Like this would have been anyone who's just following the show's first like knowledge of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. yeah. I just remember when we when we, when I was on Watch What Happens Live, Andy had asked, like, do we think that do we agree with her not w- wanting to eat the food or whatever? And he was shocked that we all agree we disagreed with the way that Cam reacted. And he was like, oh, wow. It seemed like even he didn't make the connection that it was like, it's not that she didn't want to eat it, it's that she then compared it to dog food. Right. That's the part Mm -hmm. that is so insulting. Yeah. So I don't even know that Andy grasped that. So maybe that's why he didn't (laughs) make it a point. You know what I mean? Like make sure the viewer grasped that. And maybe they will talk about it in part two. I remember Stephanie saying in the interview that in a confessional that she'd rather eat her husband's asshole. (laughs) Then yeah. He, so which I found. Are we offensive. just not gonna like? We're not just not gonna talk right. about that. You're right, Anthony. I forgot about that. I forgot it's, about it's, that we, too. Yeah. It's like, what's wrong how, with like, that? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. Which tribe weird, say? It's weird how like that's offensive as well. Like, yeah, I would I would say. I think because Cam brought this upon herself. Like she brought that little fucking briefcase with her and she was the one that brought up the TikTok. So I think that she put this target on her own back. But I do feel like bringing Stephanie into it would make sense. Yeah, Cam's an idiot. And I used to think she was planning to be an idiot, but she's just an idiot. And there's nothing more hilarious than an idiot who thinks they're smart. Oh my God, right? Uh, that's a that's a perfect definition of Cam, an idiot who thinks she's smart. <laughs> that is I'm Cam. smarter than that people is, think. She's Which a businesswoman, y'all. <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> it's almost like somebody who's like gotten too far in their acting method and they can't get out. Like she's just she's stuck in this role of Elle Woods and she forgot that Elle Woods went to Harvard. Like there's so much about that that she just <laughs> out. Like Elle Woods is competent. She can actually get shit done. Right, right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, not she a was fan. trying too hard and not it wasn't going to work. All right. So that not is. A fan. <laughs> um, That's the end of Dallas. Do we have any final thoughts across the board with any of the four shows? Do you guys, are you happy with the Jersey cast for next season? I could take one more, a new one. I am. Sasha, do you want to hear a dirty little secret of yes, mine? Of course. I want to hear a dirty secret. <laughs> Marge. What? I can't stand Marge. You can't stand her. <laughs> I can't stand her. Is this new? Okay, so has this happened since the beginning of this season, before this season, halfway through? Like, at what point did you get to this place of not being able to stand her? I find, I feel like I'm watching something that no one else is watching. Like, when people think she's so funny and, like, the way she, like, snaps at her husband i see something that i f- like seems really mean like huh. i don't know how to explain it when she's you know this you know the small scenes where she's like her she's like make make melissa an iced coffee and then like he doesn't know how and she follows him in and she's like it's called you take the glass you take the ice and she's really like aggressive i think people find that funny i find it alarming 
I also didn't love, and I know it's a different story now because Siggy's insane. I thought Marge was like very problematic in her first season with Siggy, but people just forget it now because Siggy's insane. But she would say like a lot of weird on the cusp things that no one dug into because Siggy was crazy. And then she went up against Danielle and Danielle's insane. And like Margaret always goes up against people who are more unlikable to the viewer. This is just me. I realize I'm in the minority. Interesting. I cannot find another person who doesn't like her. Like it's <laughs> truly just me. And I guess that's it. not okay. true. I want her gone too. Cause I think she's boring, but not because I don't like her. Well, I okay. I, I, what kind of things was she saying about Siggy? Cause I literally can't remember. There was a lot of like, there was a lot of conversation and I mean, the season's like right, right. three years yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just remember lots of conversation about jokes she would make about Siggy being Jewish or things that were like bumped right up against a line that I think if they aired today yeah. would be seen very differently. Yeah. But back then we were gotcha. on Marge's side right. within the fight because Siggy's mm. nuts <laughs> yes. is now was then. I'm just seeing something different than everyone else's. And I'm not like patting myself on the back. I mean, like my, I'm on a different channel with Marge. Okay. So here's what I think about what you're saying. I think that you are probably two to three seasons ahead of everyone where people might end up because I have, I started out like at the, even the beginning of this season, like, Oh my God, I love Marge, love Marge, love Marge. And then like, I'm slow, like she'll do certain things where I'm like, kind of like you like, Rob, like, mm, I don't really like that. Like, or like, I hated that moment when she was like, oh yeah, like, except for he's, my husband was like, I smelled like him because they were, she was cheating on her husband. Remember that scene? I was yep. like, yeah, yes, sure do. You, you bragging about being a homewrecker. That's not funny. High right. five. She high fived. Yeah. Someone. And I was like, uh, so little moments were like that where I'm like, mm, not sure. So it might be leading up to something like where it's going to come to a head where she's going to say something. And then people now are going to be aware of it and then it'll happen. Because mm-hmm. what you're saying, it's like, I can see that. Like, I don't remember her saying those things about Siggy, but I can actually see that, which is scary to think that, <laughs> you know what I mean? That she's able to keep it yeah. at bay, but it's really there. That's yeah. That creeps me out more than when it's like obvious. So yeah, sorry. But that is a, that is a, that is a controversial opinion though. It certainly is. <laughs> it's definitely it certainly controversial. Is. I think she should, I think she should go yeah. because I think she brings nothing to the show. That's my issue with Marge. I don't, she doesn't yeah. give me what I would like from a cast member. Her husband is an affable Super Mario brother. I have no problem with him <laughs> or how she talks to him. That's fine. If that works for them, whatever. I just think that she could be bringing more to the show. Like she doesn't have children that are filmed. She doesn't have, there's not a lot of day-to-day Marge that I can care about. Yeah. yeah and like, and like I've said before, getting your house redone isn't a personality. <laughs> I just think, remember when her husband was eating cannolis from the thing? Mm -hmm. She's Mm -hmm. like, you're eating cannolis? And he's like, well, yeah, you don't make me any food. And she's like, okay, you're being a little gross right now. Like the way she speaks to him, shocking to me. But anyway, sorry, to loop back around, I'd be happy with the Jersey cast minus Marge, but I know she's not going anywhere. She's not. They They love her. They do. They do. People love her. How do you feel about the Jersey cast? I'm happy with the cast. Um, I would like to see a like a friend of that's just like super hot and like really comfortable with her sexuality. Like, cause a lot of the women are so backwards in the way they think. Mm-hmm. I would love to see someone come in there and just like shake it up. And be you know who I want? Does. And I've, this is my controversial Jersey oh, take. And they, they try to run me out of town anytime I say it. I think we need someone, someone that will 
make Teresa nervous because Teresa knows that she's the queen of Jersey. She's not going anywhere. We need someone like perhaps Snooky to come in and Teresa would be threatened. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I would never miss a fucking beat of that. If Snooky joined the Housewives, I would die. Yeah, no, Teresa needs to want it was Jackie. I thought it was gonna be Jackie, but you know, it didn't turn out right. 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 (laughs) If Snooky joined the cast, Teresa would literally have to move over. Like they would have to the promo. Like they have to be like really careful. Like, we don't want to move you too much, Teresa. We gotta move you a little bit. Yeah, it'd be like that desperate housewives vanity fair shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Because that would be I don't give you pushback on that, Donnie, because that would be good tv oh my god i would love that that would make my whole life just oh i'll be the happiest person alive. the queen of jersey and the princess look manifest that shit it's not that far out of reach (laughs) crazier things have happened lisa renna is a (laughs) you're right you know what i'm saying like richards was a housewife yeah thank you i'm just gonna start telling people it's happening and then (laughs) maybe bravo will believe me It'll catch on. Yeah. Um, I forgot. So, okay. So, for me, as far as the question, I'm fine with the cast of Jersey, but I would like it to be Sans Marge and Sans Jackie. I would say Sans Melissa Gorga because I really don't like Melissa, but that's not going to happen. Never going to so happen. So, Marge, never going to happen. So, Sans Marge, Sans Jackie. Because after after Teresa and uh, Jackie resolved their issue, it was like Jackie's not even there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so before we come to a close, I just want to say there is only one Nene Leaks. Know that. All right, well, that is it then. Sasha, plug yourself one more time. Let everyone know where they can find you. you. Yes, I'm at the Bravo Breakdown on Instagram, only on Instagram. Um, We got some new things happening, hopefully soon, on some other platforms. Everyone stay tuned on my Instagram for updates on that. I followed you. Oh, thank you. Well, during this process, I followed you. <laughs> thank you. Both accounts. <laughs> I'm so honored. <laughs> and watch the Underground Railroad. Yes, Friday on I'll Amazon Prime. Perfect. All right. And subscribe to the Patreon. That's where the party at. Where the money reside. Where the money reside. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the show, you can visit www.patreon.com slash knowthatpod. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at knowthatpod. You can follow me at Anthony F. Casella on Instagram. And you can follow me at Real Donnywood on Instagram. And you can find me, Quinn, at Quentin Lamar on Twitter. Continue to listen and subscribe for free to Know That A Real Housewives podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. <laughs>